Malcolm. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. Hello and welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast, with me, your host, Neil West, and I'm joined again today by my good friend and co-host, Hayley Kearns. Hi Hayley, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Neil. Not a little bit out of breath or anything? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Hayley's jogged to the podcast today. I have. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I, feel, I feel humble, humble in your presence. Not, not impressed enough to join me. No, 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 obviously not, no. <laughs> Not in my condition. I don't think so. Um, right. Anyway, serious podcast today. Serious okay. face. So I'm going to start. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, it it is actually a very serious story. It's, it comes from the Holocaust. Um, so I will share that with you now. It's a, a, a short piece from a, a, a book by Victor Emil Frankel. Okay. Uh, we were at work in a trench. The dawn was grey around us. Grey was the sky above. Grey the snow in the pale light of dawn, grey the rags in which my fellow prisoners were clad, and grey their faces. I was again conversing silently with my wife, or perhaps I was struggling to find the reason for my suffering, my slow dying. In a last violent protest against the hopelessness of imminent death, I sensed my spirit piercing through the enveloping gloom. I felt it transcend that hopeless, meaningless world, and from somewhere I heard a victorious yes in answer to my question of the existence of an ultimate purpose. At that moment a light was lit in a distant farmhouse, which stood on the horizon as if painted there, in the midst of the miserable grey of a dawning morning in Bavaria. X looks into Nebris Lucid, and the light shineth in the darkness. For hours I stood hacking at the icy ground, the guard passed by insulting me, and once again I communed with my beloved. More and more I felt that she was present, that she was with me. I had the feeling that I was able to touch her, able to stretch out my hand and grasp hers. The feeling was very strong. She was there. Then at that very moment a bird flew down silently and perched just in front of me on the heap of soil which I'd dug from the ditch and looked steadily at me. So that's from um, a book by Victor Emil Frankl, who was a Jewish-Austrian psychologist who founded Logotherapy. And you're, of course, familiar with the, uh, with the, uh, the practice of Logotherapy. Yeah. It's a school of psychotherapy that um, describes a search for a life's meaning as the central human motivational force. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is your reason for living? That's, that's the, the theme today. Um, he was a Holocaust survivor. His autobiographical Man's Search for Meaning is a best-selling book based on his experience at various he was uh, at different concentration camps in the war um, some controversy about him I'll not go into that now but his 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 theory of logotherapy or the school that he founded of logotherapy um, that the uh, search for meaning is is our central motivating force as human beings so I, I open with that because I'm going to talk about Ikigai which I think we've chatted about before, Um, and ikigai um, literally means um, to live, icky, and guy, reason. So it's your reason for living, your reason for living. Um, It's what, sorry? Raisin d'etre. Raisin d'etre, yeah, reason to be. Good, okay. So... There are two books I've been looking at. One is by Ken Mogi, The Little Book of Ikigai, and he 
believes that there are five pillars of Ikigai. Right, so five five pillars of your reason to be. Um, so the first of those is, is starting small. Okay? Okay. And then the second is releasing yourself. And we've talked about this being in flow in time of the music. Uh, the third is harmony and sustainability. And in mindfulness, we talk about equanimity and balance. Mm. So. Um, pillar four is the joy of little things. And pillar five is being in the here and now. Okay, So if you can build those five pillars into your routine, then you will achieve Ikigai, a reason for living, which is the secret in Japan to a long, healthy and happy life. Okay. So I have an example. Um, we know that ceremony is very important in Japanese culture. Yeah. And often it's ascribed not just to private life, but to your public business life as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, in Japan there are the um, starry bowls. I don't know if you've come across the starry bowls. No. So they're just simple tea bowls, uh, possibly created in China thousands of years ago, that found their way to Japan, that are decorated in a way that looks a bit like a starry sky. And there were four of them, only three are thought to have survived, and they're now considered national treasures in Japan. And nobody knows quite how they were made, nobody's ever managed to recreate this starry sky effect. Mm. Um, but people have tried, and there's one family who have tried for nine generations wow. to do nothing but recreate the starry bowls. And there's like trenches going back generations and generations where they've dug the clay, thrown the broken bowls away, and they've never been able to recreate over all those many years the, the starry bowls um, that are considered these national treasures. Japan. So, but that was the reason. The reason for getting up every day was to try and recreate this this amazing thing. And it's the same whether you are the fisherman who goes out to catch the best fish to get to market early enough for the for the sushi sellers, or whether you're one of those the um, farmers who grow the remarkable fruit, the perfect fruit that are very expensive and given as gifts in Japan and represent perfection. So it's you, you put everything into, even though it might not seem terribly important, you know, making the perfect noodle. You know, everybody puts all these elements into their everyday life. So I've got, for example, here, the tea ceremony, which I know you're mm -hmm. fond of, of, yeah, of doing like sometimes, like a tea ceremony. So the tea ceremony is a Japanese art of refinement. It's also a perfect illustration of the five pillars of Ikigai. The tea ceremony begins with the preparation of the room. The tea master pays attention to every ornament, from the flowers decorated on the wall to the hanging scroll in the tokenama. So this is the starting small part. Many bowls used in the tea ceremony are more than 400 years old. The nicest bowls are thrown by hand and are prized for their imperfections and irregularities. The tea master carefully chooses bowls that resonate with each other, looking for pillar three, harmony and sustainability. The tradition requires extensive years of practice, yet the tea master is imbued with humility. So this is pillar two, releasing yourself. The main purpose of the tea ceremony is to enjoy every step of the process, from the beautiful wares to the tea preparation and the sensory pleasures of drinking the tea. So this is the joy of little things. And the tea ceremony insulates harmony, purity and tranquility and invites a state of mindfulness and slow pace that everyone must embrace. This is pillar five, being here and now. So you can find meaning. It's a little bit like how we talk about finding gratitude yeah. in the most simple things that are available to us right now. So happiness isn't in the expensive things, the difficult things, the unachievable and unobtainable things. Yeah. Happiness is in 
this moment what's available to us right now but it's up to us how we value and interpret and hold on to those things like the fluffy socks go on <laughs> i know we were doing i can't remember which mindfulness training we were doing and we were we had to list all the things we were thankful for things we were ah, grateful okay. for um, and and we were sharing them and one the, the person who was running it said fluffy socks and mm, she was grateful for okay. fluffy fluffy socks Mm. It's a little thing. It's a small thing. But it brought her great joy, mm. I suppose. And everybody else, when you the first... joy of little things. Yeah, but when you first set a list of what you're grateful for, everybody starts with mm. your family, your ah, health. Yes, yeah. You know, you start with actually the big fundamentals the big fun, of it. Yeah, the transcendental and things. Yeah, and actually those little things. And I think, like, when, I was, when I'm running, like, I... If I'm trying to get, like, a further distance, or it's a difficult run rather than if I just focused on my watch and the time and how long it was taking me, then it would become a big thing. But I don't, I try and look at, like today I noticed all the um, daffodils mm. by the side of the, the main road. It's a beautiful starting spring day, that's yes. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that. I got wet <laughs> no, <through>. it's really <laughs> I got wet through. But the daffodils don't All mind. the daffodils are not open yet, but they're all starting to shoot and I just kind of was looking and I was thinking, Do you know, there's so many of them because they go all the way along like the main road don't mm. they so yeah, we've planted like, many of them yeah the yeah. joy of the little things okay. like now there's another book um, by Hector Garcia and Frances Morales called Ikigai the Japanese secrets of a long and happy life and this is very much the westernised version I was going to say those yeah. do not sound like Japanese names no they're not Japanese names and their concept of Ikigai uh, this is always a bit of contention you know purists will say that's not Ikigai but we use it, or I use it quite a lot with young people to talk about aspirations and things. So you have to imagine now um, a Venn diagram, okay? okay? So you've got four circles that are all interlocking. Um, and at the top, you've got a circle that is what you love. So if you can do something in your life that you love, that's mm -hmm. an element of Ikigai. Um, then also, if you can do something that the world needs, so it's something that you love, something that the world needs, something that you can be paid for is the third ring, but it doesn't necessarily mean in a commercial sense, in a financial sense, but you are rewarded for what you right. do. Okay? So it's what you love doing, it's what the world needs you to do, you are rewarded for what you do, and then finally, you're good at it. So they're the four key elements. So it's got to be something you love, something the world wants you to do, something you can be rewarded for, and something that you're good at. And if all of those four concentric uh, sort of um, the, the petals, if you like, of the flower, if they all intersect at the centre, then that's ikigai, that's the secret of a happy and successful life. So when we're talking to young people about their aspirations, what do you want to do with your life? And they're, oh, no. <laughs> a YouTuber. Uh, sorry, no disrespect to YouTubers, yeah, podcasters. We get on with YouTubers. Know your audience. Know your audience, yes. That's wise words. Um, then, well, they, they don't appreciate how much work goes into YouTubing. That's no, the, that's it, the point. It is, it's, we think it's, it's an easy dream, way yeah. to lots of cash and they don't appreciate the time and work and effort that goes into being a successful yeah. influencer as we do for the time and effort mm. that we put in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, so that's the that's the western version of Ikigai and you can have elements of and not all four so if you're doing what you love and what the world needs then you're on a mission okay if you're doing what the world needs and you get paid for it then it's a vocation a bit like yeah. a doctor or something. Yeah. Uh, if it's something that you're good at and you get paid for doing it, you're a professional. 
Now, I have many accountants in my life, so I'm not dissing accountants, but I don't think there are many passionate accountants. I think that people who are good at what they do and get rewarded yeah. for doing it. Um, then, sorry, passionate accountants, don't, don't <laughs> complain. Uh, if you're doing what you're good at and what you love, that's a passion. So you might be passionate about it, but nobody wants to pay you to do no. it, and perhaps nobody actually wants you to do it. <laughs> but you do it anyway, because it's your passion. Yeah. Um, so that's a very westernised view of Ikigai. Uh, and purists um, would dispute that, but I think it's, it's quite a useful model when you're thinking about meaning and purpose. Now, they've got ten um, elements of Ikigai in their book, so I'm going I'm to highlight it on number one. Number one, stay active, don't retire. <laughs> so that's, I'm straight yeah. out on number one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I will be retiring, don't you worry. Um, but I think it obviously it means continue yeah, being active, doing other things. Yeah. Um, number two, take it slow. You know, you don't have to hurry through things. Walk slowly and you'll go far. So this is quite a mindful yeah. concept, isn't it? That you do things slowly because then you pay attention and yeah. then you notice and then you appreciate them more. Uh, don't fill your stomach. So this is a, a bit mindful eating. You know, mindful eating tells us when we have had a sufficiency. Whereas what we tend to do is just eat and eat and eat because we're not paying attention, you're watching the telly or whatever. And as a result, we eat more than is necessary uh, or eat things which are not doing as good. Um, and this is then uh, contributing to shortening of lifespans. So if you want a long, healthy, happy life, you've got to pay attention to your diet. Um, surround yourself with good friends, hmm. just like this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, get in shape for your next birthday. Well, my next birthday is in April, <laughs> so I don't think I've got much chance this year, but next year I shall aspire to that. So that's interesting, get in shape for your next birthday. So mm. what is it saying? Is that just... Is I think it, it recognises that this birthday you're going to be having to blow out, aren't you? Mm. Uh, water moves. It is at its best, but it flows fresh and doesn't stagnate. The body you move through life needs a bit of daily maintenance to keep it running for a long time. <laughs> Plus, exercise releases hormones that makes us feel happy. Yeah, so you came with You've been much more cheerful this morning than, uh, <laughs> than, you, than usual, Hayley. Spile yeah. um, number six. A cheerful attitude is not only relaxing, it also helps make friends. And it's good to recognise things that are great. So that's mm. another, you know, find the things to be grateful in your life. You choose yeah. to be happy. Happiness is a choice, yeah, isn't it? You choose to be happy. Um, reconnect with nature is number seven, which you've already done today mm. by jogging here today and noticing the daffodils. <laughs> Um, I'm just hitting every fight on this. Yeah, yes, you, this, you are the, you are the, the embodiment of Ikigai. <laughs> uh, number eight, give thanks. So again, gratitude is an important quality in because uh, we know gratitude transforms into happiness, doesn't it? We're lucky to be alive. It's easy to think of things to be glum about, isn't it? But yeah. if we think of like what's well, that harmless saying, you know, if you think of the um, oyster at the bottom of the ocean, it's never seen mm. the sky, it's never felt the breeze. These things are open to you all the time. You know, you should be grateful. Uh, live in the moment. Don't regret the past or worry about the future. So that present moment of awareness is very mindful, isn't it? And follow your guy. There is passion inside you, a unique talent that gives meaning to your days and drives you to share the best of yourself until the very end. If you don't know what your guy is yet, as Victor Frankl says right at the beginning, your mission is to discover it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So Ikigai. there you go. So the Japanese principle of Ikigai, um, 
what is your meaning, the meaning of life? Mm -hmm. What's your reason for being? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And if you would like to share. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. We'd like to know what is your reason for being? Yeah. What, is, what, is, what is it that makes you get out of bed in the morning? Um, and you can do it. You can send us an email, can't you? Mm -hmm. I'll try this time. One together, CIC at gmail.com. Right. Yeah, um, you can find us on Facebook as One Together CIC, and we have a website. And occasionally we visit it, but not terribly <laughs> often, if I'm honest. Uh, One Together CIC dot co dot UK. Well done. Oh, you yeah. see, I'm good in mornings. We don't usually do this in the morning. I'm, you know, my brain's much more active. Uh, but for now, this is growing the good, and we'll see you next, next time. time. This is growing the good the Mindful Podcast.